table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred twenty-four. It's a lot. lot. Yeah. That's the episode number of the Spanish Announce Table. Oh, we were excited, and then we got hit with uh, configuration problems. They supposedly fixed shit in the studio. It was I fucking fun. hate being here. Yeah. Not with you. I like you. You're right. It's. I just yeah. hate this place yeah. so fucking much. Yeah. yeah. I really do. I agree. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully it won't affect my mood. Every time they say they fix something, they fix it. <laughs> Half-ass, not the right way. I hope these people die in the dark mm. listening to people talk shit on them. Mm. That could have saved them had they known mm-hmm. they were in the other room. Yep, exactly. How was your week, T-Mac? It was okay. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haven't done much. Yeah. Still training. Still training? Yep. I'm trying yeah. to think, what did I do? Did I do anything crazy, cool, anything? No, not really. Mm. Got a great four days ahead of me. Yeah, you're, yeah. Tomorrow night, got UFC. So there's three consecutive UFC events. Uh-huh, that Thursday, guy's fighting. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. And then Sunday is TLC. Uh, hopefully that'll be good. Yeah. But four days of something to look forward to. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, your life doesn't have no purpose. Right. I can at least enjoy other people living a life. (laughs) So that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. How was your week? Yeah, fine. (laughs) Let's just get into it, huh? We're trying to get this fucking show over with. Let's get into the mother loving news. Oh, there it is. But not hashtag tweet the table signs. Y2J signs. WWE updated their list of items banned from live events this week. The list now includes briefcases. Backpacks, women's purses, although small clutch bags are allowed, video cameras or recording devices. That's on everybody's phone. Yeah. Laser pointers or noisemakers, weapons of any kind, alcoholic beverages, illegal trailia, selfie sticks, laptop computers or tablets, coolers, luggage of any kind, camera bags, and masks. Only WWE brand masks will be permitted. Who are they to say a selfie stick can't be on there? Selfie stick. Selfie sticks. That's what that is. I know, but come on. Seems weird. And uh, laptop computers. People bring in their laptops, man? I have seen that before. Yeah? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I have. That's weird. Um, And you're going to say no bags, briefcases, backpacks, or women's purses. Oh, but a small clutch bag is allowed. Why? You can keep a fucking gun in a small clutch bag. Like, you can carry the same shit you can carry in these other things in that. Mm Mm-hmm. Really weird. Yep. I don't know. We'll move on. And who oh. are who are they? Hold on. Yeah. Who are they to say? I mean, isn't it the venue, right? Isn't the well, venue that says you can blah 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 I'm blah blah? Sure, I'm sure what they can do is further restrict something you would typically allow, but they probably can't say no, no. The venue says we, you can't bring it in here, but we'll let you. You know what I mean? I'm sure the venue's like fine. Yeah, I guess you're. Right. I don't give a fuck. 
Because if I had a venue and I was renting it out, I don't give a fuck what they say. You bring well, you don't want a bad reputation. True, yeah. yeah. I would just say whatever you say, make sure it's fucking plastered on there, you know? Mm-hmm. WWE prohibits. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. I don't know if these are the good old days or just the old days. Sting. TNA premiered a new YouTube show this week. The Asylum Years, centered around the early years of TNA from the Tennessee State Fairgrounds, will air every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time. TNA said, every Thursday night we will roll out another classic episode from The Asylum Years on our official YouTube channel. Don't miss a second of reliving the moments that we still celebrate to this day and some moments we all might want to forget. <laughs> well, I said a fucking mouthful there. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I tried to watch this. Okay. Yeah. Was I want to forget it already. <laughs> yeah. So it the like asylum the, yeah. years. I'm, uh-huh. I'm trying to think. That's when you would pay for like a weekly pay-per-view. It was like five right. bucks. Right. But something. that was when like Jeff Jarrett, Monty Brown. I think Monty Brown even came a little bit after this. Maybe. So this I don't is... know. I, I only got through the first segment. And when the first match was announced, a triple threat match between three fucks, I can't remember, and the fucking Elvises, it was like three Elvis impersonators. I was like, Oh, nope. and they're Asian. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were in WCW. Right. I was like, nope. Okay, no. so. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing it. But then that was then around the time of like the three live crew, which was like Conan, R-Truth, and Road Dog, or it was K-Quick. Well, I don't know at what point they transferred over. I know when I was watching on Spike at the and time. Then, and then the Asylum actually had, remember when Jeff Hardy got uh, fired from WWE? He made a surprise appearance and wrestled AJ Styles. Yeah. I remember that. I don't remember because I wasn't watching TNA at this point. I saw them. I was. I started watching them in 2005, uh-huh. six. Yeah. So I think I just missed the Asylum years. Mm. Because when I started watching, either they had just went to or eventually went to, like right after I started watching, was the, where was the venue that had the tunnels on either side? That was uh, Disney. Right. Wherever they did so, it in Disney. Uh, this one had the stage, but there was like an entrance ramp on each side of the stage that kind of funneled mm-hmm. into one thing. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking TNA, man. I mean, I'm sure there's some good stuff in there. I'm sure you'll see some great matches and some good stuff, and it's probably better than what they're putting out there now. So. It's better than what they're <laughs> yeah. putting out now. I, yeah. b- I bet you that. Coming soon, more Socko segments. Oh, uh, this is about Mick Foley's kid. Dewey Foley, the son of WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, will begin a new position on the WWE creative team in January. The news of Foley's hiring caused controversy this week, considering his father Mick's recent comments about how bad WWE creative had been recently. Rumors swirled that Foley made those comments to get his son hired. Mick Foley addressed those rumors online, saying that his son was hired by WWE in September, so his recent comments had nothing to do with the hiring of his son. Foley is signed from January through WrestleMania as a writer's assistant. His main role at first will be to take scripts to the talent for their input and go over their assignments, according to Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer. So he's just an errand boy. Yeah, that's typically how they start them. You know what I mean? And then as they... Fuck that. I would never want to do that. It's one of those where, okay, this guy's not a goon. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you think? You know what I mean? Like, I guess he's been doing this blog where he's been rewriting storylines and stuff and been submitting them to them. And, of course, when you got dad's... In, you know, I mean, when you've got an in because of dad, that helps. You of know? course. So, hey. Be interesting to read his blogs at, to see if they're good. At least they're bringing some people on, you know? Yeah, because they need to be taking some people out. Right. Yeah, we'll get into that. How could that happen? We had a Tommy Dreamer match on it. 
They had a Tommy Dreamer match on it. TNA. Raw ratings hit a new record low this week with a final rating of 2.15. The second hour of the show dipped under 3 million viewers. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. I thought maybe you were saying Tommy Dreamer because now he's at Raw. Right, yeah. That's why I thought maybe TNA. Because he's still How under contract with TNA. Yeah, he's it's not an exclusive thing. Right, but get what I'm saying? Right, yeah. That's in, that's yeah. insane. Um, okay, going <laughs> to this. Yeah, man, it's uninspired, just lethargic yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's half, a little, uh, I you, wouldn't you say half. You know what they're going to say the problem is. What? And his name is John Cena. No, that's not. I, I, we agree, and most people listening agree. But they think where they're right. Hold on, let's get to the, to the end. <laughs> My favorite part. Um, <laughs> where they where they would be right is if you solely looked at each storyline and you said. What what did we have then and what do we have now? Well, what you had then with the U.S. Open Challenge is better than what you have now with ADR doing his whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? So in that respect, they're correct. Where they're wrong, though, is even if you had John Cena and Sheamus, if you take out Roman Reigns, who I guess everyone just doesn't like, whatever, but if you take him out and you put Cena in that last storyline, you know, at the end, People are still leaving. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's lethargic. It's uninspired. Now, what I was going to say, though, is a little bit is not their fault. It's not their fault that top guys like Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins are injured. Because right. are those three wrestlers better than Roman Reigns, Rusev, and Sheamus as far as carrying the company and you know being in that spot? 100%. Right. So that's not their fault. No. Where their problem is, is their storylines are... are yeah, because here's the thing. Even if we swapped out... You have Sheamus and Roman Reigns. Even if you swapped out Randy Orton and Roman Reigns, this storyline would still suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I like the League of Nations thing, don't get me wrong. And it's cool, but, but like the, they haven't the, done anything right, with but it. But the last segment showdown would have been boring, even if it was John Cena, Randy Orton, yeah. Daniel Bryan... All of that was shit. Yeah, it, it was, was boring. If it was Daniel Bryan and John Cena, people would still do the same thing. Right. It was still boring and took too fucking long. Right. So I don't know. But their storylines, this is where their problem is with me, is their storylines don't make sense. There's no continuity. And if you just if you just showed a non-wrestling fan, I'm going to use one example. If you just showed a non-wrestling fan yep. A story that, that they're guy. trying to yeah that, that they're trying to say right now or tell yep, you right yep, now right now they wouldn't know what to do no for example Kevin Owens yeah and Dean Ambrose right I'm gonna tell you on paper what happened okay yeah yep yeah, here we go the champion yep had an awesome match yeah great match I think it went two segments yeah it was good match right right you're watching it going yeah this is athletic this right is good. you know nothing right right you just watch this right, match this is impressive and the champion won his match, overcoming the odds of the challenger to beat him clean. Clean. One, two, three. Yep. Then his adversary yep. comes out and throws popcorn and soda in his face. Right. Who's the bad guy? Yeah. And why'd he do that? Who's the bad guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a bad guy, you just say, well, he's a he's a dick. Right, he's a dick. But we Yeah. But you Right. You cheer him. Yeah. The guy that came out after the bad guy 
had a good match. Yeah. Like it doesn't get what I'm saying? Yeah. Charlotte and Paige. Charlotte does heel tactics. Hey, we don't like that. Yeah. But so her, Paige. Her, but but her dad got slapped, slapped so now yeah. we like her. Right. And then you go team bad and right. and the Bellas. Which is fine. You can tell that line. I mean, hell, Steve Austin did heel like things, but the problem is you clearly knew who was yeah. the one you wanted to boo in this situation. You know what I mean? You Steve, knew McMahon. Yeah. Even though Austin did heel tactics, McMahon was a dick. And you're like, boo that guy. Where where Austin, because people use that example right, a yeah. lot. But here's well, the and thing. And there's others, but. Yeah. Right. But he's the, the main because sure. it got right. over so well. Right. But here's the thing. He did heel tactics like fill a Corvette with cement. Right. Because Vince McMahon was trying to take his championship away right. and fire him. Right. So in all of us, we have right. that, oh, if I could only do yeah, this. Yeah, that's it. He engaged the crowd. He, because right. the, he, that he was doing what we wanted to do. So it was a heel tactic, right. but it was something that we all would like, I would love to do that yeah. to my boss. None of us want to throw popcorn and soda in Kevin Owens' face. None For no reason. Right. Because yeah. what did Kevin Owens ever do to Dean Ambrose? <laughs> right. Just and beat him? Yeah, beat him. <laughs> like, what are you? Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. No. And there's just no, there's nothing to care about. There's nothing that goes, man, I really got to tune in next week. Yeah. None of that. There was no cliffhanger. There was no what's going to happen next for a go-home show. That's what it should all be. At some point, we should almost be like, oh, this is a little much on the cliffhangers, guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's nothing. Anyway, we'll move on because I'm sure we'll talk about it more in other segments. It's upsetting. Funny. I didn't know he was Jewish. Colt Cabana. Daniel Bryan earned his blue belt in jiu-jitsu, according to UFC welterweight Ben Henderson. Stop. In an Get the fuck with sporting out of news here. this week. I almost want to hit you for how stupid that storyline <laughs> is. Henderson said Bryan has been training under coach John Crouch while out of WWE in-ring action. Henderson said Bryan surprises him with how technical he is at jiu-jitsu and that he was really great at using technique and not relying on a strength. I don't know what other headline to use. <laughs> Jewish? <laughs> Just because jiu-jitsu. You- no, there's no jujitsu in it. Yeah, it's a bunch of guys with spirals, God. and they come in. <laughs> they have dreidels that yeah, they spin no, before he, the match. Like he does the like his his uh, finishing move is the uh, is the spinning dreidel. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> God. Jujitsu. You're an idiot. <laughs> so now, good for Daniel Bryan. Lord knows there's nothing else for him to do. Well, and uh, Brazilian jujitsu, honestly. It is a low impact mm-hmm. activity to keep you in shape. Like you don't, of course, if you go hard a hundred percent and you're looking to hurt the other person, you could. Easily. But if you have an understanding of grapple at a hundred percent, but I'm not going to attack your neck. Right. You could do that. You can protect each other. You can protect each other right. and still and break a good sweat, and learn some things. Right. And for him to get a blue belt, I mean, here's the thing: like it takes a long time to get up in belts like it's not one of those things where like oh i broke now i got an orange belt or whatever the fuck it is like no it takes time you got to have mat time competitions if you want to do it that way so he's obviously put in the work and benson henderson is a fucking beast like legitimately he's a fucking killer so this guy's giving him props if he's good and here's the other thing benson henderson doesn't give a shit about wrestling yeah he's a a christian man with praise jesus kirk franklin get the fuck out of here with that (laughs) But what I'm saying is, like, yeah. he has no interest in saying this. Get uh-huh. what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's, there's no, no reason. There's no reason. He's not he's like not like a big wrestling fan going, look, guys, this guy's yeah, a badass. Yeah, he's too. not a fanboy saying, oh, my God. And he also <laughs> is a upstanding character yeah. 
to where he doesn't have to. You know, when Chael Sonnen right. says something, you're like, yeah, yeah. okay, Chael, what's why are you saying it? Yeah. Is it we for know you're real? doing commentary, on right? Or, you know, yeah. so for him to say it, good for him. Well, good. All right, we'll move on. Put him back in the ring. Was it Donald Trump? Fuck him. Alberto Del Rio was attacked by a fan at a World Wrestling Council event in Puerto Rico this week. Del Rio was in a match with Ray Gonzalez and rolled out of the ring when a fan was assault. Mm-hmm. Security broke up the altercation and Del Rio was sustained any injuries. Yeah, did you see it? No. Nope. Oh, I did. Had to beat his ass, didn't he? Well, it was weird because, like, you know you're when you get into, like, a legitimate real fight and you throw punches like a pro wrestler. <laughs> so he was, like, throwing, like, the right, yeah, overhand. Yeah, yeah. Like, huh, and it's like, you idiot. No one hits anyone yeah, like that. Not gonna hurt so Del Rio him. was like, you asshole. Like, it didn't hurt him, yeah, but, yeah. like, he was like, okay. And then what was awesome about it is they just kept going with the match. It didn't stop. <laughs> okay. The other guy, the I guess he was the heel, grabbed Del Rio and just, like, got him away from the fan, threw him in the ring, and then they just st- started yeah, going. Yeah, like, nice. It was like, man, they didn't nice. even miss a beat. But Professionalism. But, yeah, the guy fucking never probably been in a fight in his life starts throwing punches like he's Bruiser Brody. It's like, you fucking moron. <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't hurt, I guess. This was better the first time when it was called Bum Fights. TNA. Dana White is filming a reality series based on his search for CM Punk's oh, first get UFC the fuck opponent. Out of here. According to an interview with TSN this week. He was in Wichita. White says he has already started the series titled Dana White Looking for a Fight. And the pilot is available on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Wichita at the Evolution Fighting Championships with Dave Rickles. Man, they are going to milk this CM Punk thing for every day. More power to him, man. Well, they have to because if he goes in there and gets knocked out, <laughs> then there it all goes. Right, yeah. So, so you yeah. might as well get all of it before. Preload it just in yeah. case. Yeah, yeah, because the unknown, you know, you might as well. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, rumor has it uh-huh. that he might be at a Kansas City Fighting Alliance soon. Uh-huh. And go. there's a couple guys that yeah. would beat the fuck out of yeah. CM Punk. Trey yeah. Ogden. Oh, Jason Witt. If Jason Witt, if Jason Witt got a fight with fucking CM Punk, <laughs> I would lose my shit. God, that would be the greatest thing of all time. Bet the house on it. I would bet everything I had. Seven dollars. Oh, yep. $7.14. I would bet my n- Oh, yeah, oh. Make it a 715. No, 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 uh um <laughs> play the sound bite cuz I would pay Oh, oh. Plus a lot more. Jason Witt would beat the fuck. Oh, God, I hope that happens. I'm getting excited about something that won't happen. But, man, I hope it happens. (laughs) Oh, fuck punk. He sucks, you know. (laughs) Fuck this guy. I'm so tired of him. Write comics, you know. Do your nerd shit in the corner. Because you're a fucking dork. God, you're Nerd! Yeah. No! And and let me stop everyone from. I'm gonna watch. Well, I am course, interested. Yeah. Yeah. But what if he gets a fight and it's a credible opponent, so where people are like, I don't know, and he comes out and beats the fuck out of the guy? What do you think? Great, yeah? great. I hope he does well. You yeah. know why? Because as a pro wrestling fan, people who aren't pro wrestling fans already assume that I like CM Punk, right? Which I love the character, but I don't right. really care about Phil Brooks, right? And so. Win or lose, Monday morning at work, everyone's going to come up to me, did you see it? What'd you think? But they did it with the Ronda Rousey fight, so yeah. I'm going to get it with this. So I hope he does well so I can go like, yeah. Just wrestling. Right, yeah. you know, of yeah. course. Yeah. If you fake do something, obviously you can really do it. Do it. <laughs> so, but hopefully <laughs> fucking somehow. I don't know. Well, they certainly exercised their TNA demons. Hold on, let's go one, ba- one back to that, hmm. Dana White. I will say this, though. 
for to do a reality show, the winner gets. Is he doing like a competition style? No, I didn't it, watch. It, is he just like from, and I, scouting guys? I haven't watched it yet, okay. but from everything that I've read, is essentially he's going to small promotion to promotion across the country, scouting guys, mm-hmm. and then eventually he says, "Remember in episode six when I picked." You know, blah, blah, blah from Billy Badass. Yeah, from, from Montana. Right. He's going to fight Punk. What I'm saying, though, is for this guy to win a competition show, like, this is the best possible outcome because they get to fight a guy, theoretically, at the same level they are. Yeah. And well, the most exposure you're ever yeah. going to get. And, and the thing, too, is you know these guys are legit guys because they're not like clamoring to Dana White going, you should stop by here and get me on the show. He's going around. Right. And they're, be- you know what yeah. I mean? It's. It's what everybody thinks happens that never really happens. Is there's like scouts in the audience, mm-hmm. yeah, watching. You know what I mean? Like it's well, yeah. and it's not like uh, tough enough. Where sorry, I'm yeah. just kind of spit you there. Yeah. Um, it's not like where it's tough enough where whoever won this last season gets a you're right. Yeah. And now we who was it? Yeah, yeah. Where is no he? fucking idea. Yeah. This guy immediately goes to at least a co-main event of a paper. One of the largest, yeah, promoted fights that they've ever, ever. had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good for them. All right. <laughs> Hopefully it's Jason Witt. Well, they certainly exercise their TNA demons. Why? Destination America will rebrand and change their name soon, according to the Wrestling Observer. Following a broadcast of a live exorcism called Exorcism Live, which set record numbers for the network, they decided to rebrand to offer paranormal programming full-time. The live two-hour event became the number one live non-sports event in October of 2015. So now they're going to be sci-fi. They're going to be like the the Ghost Hunter Network, essentially. Yep. Cool. Because stick to isn't worth shit. No. Nope. <laughs> well, this America shit sucked. Mm-hmm. Let's go kill some ghosts. Woo! All right. <laughs> shit, maybe Cato was right. Maybe. Stardust visited the hospital after Raw this week in Charleston, South Carolina, to examine if he suffered fractures during his match with Jack Swagger. Stardust reported via his Twitter account that he was fracture-free. The cat always said uh, Jack Swagger was the reckless oaf Mm -hmm. hurting people. Well, this doesn't hurt all this There's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm glad Stardust isn't injured, because then what would Titus do? What would Titus do? You know, he's got that other tag team partner. They were former tag team champs. But what would he, what do? Would he do? And he's got a great look, and he's a yeah, decent no. wrestler. Yeah, but and he's got a little, there. And he's got a little catchphrase yeah. that fucking everyone does yeah. with him. Yep. That's not a fucking star. No. No, no we want to make what. sure Sheamus and Roman Reigns are out yeah, there. Yeah, he fucking wins right. non-WWE awards mm-hmm. for being a fucking good father. He I can know, speak well. I know they're trying to push Roman Reigns. But the crowd would get behind Titus O'Neil the way they want them to get behind Roman Reigns right now. If he was in that spot fighting Sheamus, mm-hmm. it would have been better. And he would have had better lines because mm-hmm. he's actually witty mm-hmm. and actually funny. Mm-hmm. Whereas, he has good cadence. Right, whereas Roman Reigns is choppy. Right. And yeah, What do we know? Just wrestling things. Final one. It used to be a different kind of Coke that ran the show. The fun Coke. WWE landed another major sponsor deal this week. Coca-Cola will sponsor the tribute to the troops and the 2015 Slammy Award edition of Raw, both of which aired during prime time on the USA Network. Didn't Coke get in trouble for running an ad about indigenous people or something like that, and then they had to pull it because it was like these Native Americans who were like poor, and then these white people were like, here's a Coke, <laughs> yeah, and everyone was like, oh, this is so much 
you're yeah. thank you white people and they're like what the fuck are you serious you know that's when you assholes make it hard for us to be white we're not proud of that like uh, yeah, god yeah. damn it, stop putting us in those spots uh, yeah. you know um, oh, thanks, white guys. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Just like every story, the white guy helps you out. You know, no, you we totally don't. wouldn't know anything about right. this world if it wasn't for us. If it wasn't for us whites. <laughs> um, but with this Coke thing, good because that's a sponsorship that actually actually makes sense in regards to like, hey, I'm going to purchase this because I saw it on this program. Because what's their other one? Uh, Tivil or something? Who's the jewelry? K Jewelers. K Jewelry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know how many times I've looked at K Jewelry since they've started sponsoring WWE? Never. Never. Not once. Never. Never. No, I did a couple times <laughs> before they sponsored right. WWE. But yeah, n- yeah, maybe there no. was one time. There was a girl. No. Uh she mm. went away a few years ago. Anyhow, hey, um, maybe she'll come back. Yeah, she won't. She's married, has three kids. <laughs> Can't blame her. Yeah, <laughs> can't blame her. Um, but get get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll drink a Coke. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Can we do some other, like, cross-branding? So, Coke Gold presents the Slammy Awards, and you're going to see Fondango <laughs> with a goddamn Coke. Coke, right? Yeah. How about this cool idea? You fucking put the wrestlers on the Coke. And so when I go to High V or Price Chopper or wherever your fucking grocery store is, that's just local yep. for us. You'll see a wrestler on a Coke bottle. And his name is John Cena! That's what will happen. Yeah, they'll probably put him. Yeah. They'll probably put The Rock. Roman Reigns. Undertaker. Undertaker. And then Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. But that's the part where I feel like they always miss out on these sponsorships. Yeah. Well, they did it with, uh, what, Fruity Loops or whatever, or Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, and that but, was cool because I actually worked at a grocery store, and I remember it was John Cena, but I didn't yeah. care. But I was putting out the boxes like, see this shit? Look at that. Yeah. John like, Cena. Yeah, it made me a little happy, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, fuck. Fruity Pebble. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to make some picks. That's some WWE special event picks when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And about 8% of people in China eat dog meat. It's believed it will ward off heat in the summer months. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, you, yeah, you listening to me right now, what are you wearing? That shirt looks stupid. You need a better shirt. And you know where you can buy shirts? WWEshop.com. And if you buy some shirts at WWEshop.com, you can help us out. But you got to go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net first. Use our shop affiliate link. Pretty easy to see right there on the front page. You use it, you buy a better shirt. I mean, come on. Step your game up a little bit. And if you're not going to do it on WWEshop.com, maybe you don't want to wear a wrestling shirt because you're a closet fan, buy a better shirt still. Go to Amazon.com and just buy a regular shirt. You can go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net and still help us out because we have an Amazon.com affiliate link there too. And you can do it from many countries. We have Germany, UK, the United States, and... That country that you call Canada! So come on, step it up a little bit, get freshened up, get some better threads, help out the Spanish Announce table i mean don't you want to be awesome this man will not be 
at TLC. Or will he? It would add something. Yeah, I doubt we'll see him. We won't. But we are going to try. How do, how would, let's just do some fantasy booking because fuck the product right now, right? These picks aren't going to be fun because we are, really don't care about them. Um, if I'm making you bring back Brock Lesnar okay. next month. Next month. After TLC. After TLC, which would be Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. How do you do it? Uh, I think you have – you know what I would do? I would have Roman Reigns win here at TLC, right? And I'd have him be like, I did it. I got it. Nobody can st- – you know what I mean? I finally reached the top, and without some sneaky maneuvers left, there's no money in the banks. It's going to have to be one-on-one, and nobody's beaten the Roman Reigns, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just brag. And then – and then – uh that comes out, and he's like, what I meant was, you know what I mean? And then have him start backing off and start being a bit of a pussy about it, right? So he's like, he's Reigns. Like, no, 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 yeah, okay. Reigns, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Flip the script. Uh-huh. And Brock Lesnar's like, bitch, give me a shot. Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Put your money where your mouth is, or, you know, mm-hmm. Paul Heyman is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, that's not how it works. I had to fight and climb and blah, blah, blah. And you make Roman Reigns go through the rumble. And I mean, fucking cry. Of course, he's going to just destroy the Rumble. Almost Steve Austin like, just Wait tossing fucks waiting. Who's going through the Rumble? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Okay. Right. Okay. Brock Lesnar. Uh huh. Right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not just going to get you. You haven't been mm-hmm. here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'm back mm-hmm. up. And then Brock Lesnar's like, okay, whatever. And I'm talking like, you know, number six entry and just Stone Cold Steve Austin like, just. See ya! Mm-hmm. Just F5 fucks out of the ring and yep. then waiting like a whole two minutes, just right. sitting there. Just wait the whole time. I mm-hmm. mean, just squash match the Rumble. Right. Right? And that's how you build the entire WrestleMania is make Reigns the, the chicken fucking shit. pussy and the chicken shit and the heel out of it. But then you do at Mania, Lesnar, Lesnar Reigns, two. Yeah, because they had one, didn't right. they? Yeah. So there you go. I like yeah. that. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Just fuck Reigns. I mean, look, it's not working. Mm-hmm. People are more behind him than they were when they were like, no, we don't want this. But they're still not like, yeah, Roman Reigns. It's kind of like, all right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially I'm with content. everyone gone. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm content. Well, with everyone gone, he's one of the best op- options. Right, of course. But like you couldn't, if Brock Lesnar came back as the heel, nobody would be like, boo, Brock Lesnar, yay, Roman Reigns. That shit would not happen. Mm-hmm. It would be the other way, so you got to play off of it. All right, let's get into TLC coming up. We have a running picks game uh, where we assign points based on criteria that we've set beforehand on our picks and blah, 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 and I'm currently holding a 61-point lead. What are numbers? Beating that ass. What? 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 What are numbers? <laughs> A tables match. Is this an elimination tables match? Will you look that up? Or is it just a tables match? The Wyatt family versus the ECW originals. Oh, it's elimination. Okay, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, Tommy Dreamer, and Rhino. Who's winning? The Wyatts. Uh, Yeah, the Wyatts are winning now. I'll wager a point. Okay. I bet you none. I'll wager a point that... Do they all got to go through a table to be eliminated? I believe so. But I wager a point that zero... Wyatt's get eliminated. Get eliminated. Zero Wyatt's eliminated. Okay. I will wager a point, saying it is 
Bray Wyatt and and Strowman that stay. Yeah, that's my wager. Then we get a United States Championship Chairs match. Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Thwagger. Del Rio. Del Rio's winning, and I don't have anything. It's, uh, well, it's a chair match, so pinfall or submission. What do you say? Pinfall. Pin? Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to have Swagger submit, are they? Ha! I'll wager another point because okay. I'm down so much. Because right. fuck it. Who cares by now? Uh-huh. Um, one yeah, of the League know. of Nations uh. comes out to interfere to help Del Rio win. I say my wager is... Um, Zeb Coulter joins Swagger. Yep. Damn it. That's such a good one. Yeah. Fuck you, man. All right, then we get a Divas Championship match. Charlotte versus Paige. Charlotte's winning this one. Charlotte's Pinfall. winning this one. Pinfall or submission? Pinfall. Pin? Yep. Pinfall. Tag Team Championship ladder match. The New Day versus the Usos versus the Lucha Dragons. I, I got to say New Day wins this. New Day wins it, but I think this is going to be match of the year. Oh, yeah. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. These guys all go fucking hard. They go hard. And, and I bet you they kind of hear the, well, no one really likes the product, so guess what? This could be our time to fucking step up. Yep. So, hey, Callisto, guess what we're going to do? We're going to put two ladders on top of each other, standing up. You're going to get on top of that fucking thing and jump off. You're going to be higher than the fucking title, and we're going to make you jump off. I don't think they're going to do that. But you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. They're probably thinking of the most insane spots that they could do because they want – I bet you they view this. Honestly, if you were to interview them right now. Their time to step up and this show. Is, I bet you they're thinking of themselves as Dudley's, Edge and Christian, and, uh, and the Hardys. Yeah. They view themselves as that, as like this is our moment just like they had their moment. I agree with that. Intercontinental Championship match will beat Dean Ambrose by a pinfall. <laughs> yeah. No. Saying Dean? I'm saying Dean. Pinfall, new champ? Yep. All right. I got to take chances yeah, from here do. on out. World Heavyweight Championship match. Sheamus versus Roman Reigns. I think uh, – sh- mm. Sheamus is going to win. He's going to have to pull some dirty tactics. It's not going to be clean, even though it's a no DQ. It's a TLC match. But, you know what I mean? I think somebody's going to interfere, distract, that kind of shit. But I don't know. So I'll just say Sheamus wins. I got Sheamus with League of Nations interference. You're wagering that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been... You have to. You just started a new faction, don't you have to? All right. Yeah, they teased a, a League of Nations Wyatt little stare down, so you would think, yeah. because they're so fucking moronic, that I, that means they have to have some legs to go a little farther I than this. I feel like this is entirely predictable, so it's another one of those where, yeah, everything's predictable, but we're going to get one of those, like, there's every match is going to be damn good. I bet you Roman Reigns and Sheamus put on a hell of a fucking TLC match. Oh, yeah. I bet you they beat the 
fucking shit out of each mm-hmm. other in this match. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose will go all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you're the triple threat ladder match we talked about. Mm-hmm. Charlotte and Paige are going to give it their go, you know? Mm-hmm. And Del Rio and Swagger aren't going to put on a bad match. It may not be match of the night and exciting, but yeah, it'll be a bad match. Yeah, there's not going to be a moment where you go, what the fuck are these guys doing? Yeah. It's just going to be like, okay, that happened. And the ECW originals, as much as we don't like Tommy Dreamer and, and you know what I mean? And Rhino. And Rhino, but they know how to tell a story in the ring. That'll be uh, a decent match. Of course. Match. And you know they're going to be like, well, this is my probably last yeah. stint. So It's going to be blood. <laughs> I bet, you know what I mean? Or, or break my fucking arm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. One of those fucking yeah. moments. So there we go. I, I think it'll be a good show, but nothing earth-shattering will change as far as storylines, I don't think. You're right. I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do a little tweet the table. You're in for a treat if you don't know what that is. When we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And uh, in the original script for Rocky, Rocky ends up throwing the fight and opening up a pet store for Adrian with the money he made. <laughs> TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey everyone, it's Captain Awesome, and one of the most common questions I get is, Captain, how can I be awesome like you and host a podcast? And if I had the time to explain how to podcast to every single one of you, I would. But I don't. I'm a family man, I hold two jobs, I got a lot of responsibilities, plus it takes a lot of time to be this awesome. But I can still help you out. All you gotta do is go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Right there on the front of the page, there's this big red box that tells you to check out our sponsor page. You click that, and on our sponsor page, if you scroll down a little bit, you're going to see a big banner that says, Learn How to Podcast. It's for The School of Podcasting. And these are podcast tutorials hosted by Dave Jackson, an award-winning podcast teacher. He's been downloaded over 1 million times, and he's been podcasting for over 10 years. In fact, in 2014, he was named the Director of Podcasting for the New Media Expo, one of the top events in the industry. He's also won awards at Fortune 500 companies for his customer service. So Dave knows what he's doing. And these podcast tutorials include things like Computer 101, where you learn how to manage files, cut, copy, paste, and more. Planning your podcast, like how to pick a name, choosing a host, setting up your blog, what tools are best for you. Producing your podcast, where you get professional-sounding podcasts, choosing the best software, the podcasting style, etc. Also, he teaches you how to build your website. You can watch tutorials on plugins, themes, and all that junk. There's also tools on how to promote your podcast. This is where you can try to earn some of that money. And Dave feels so strongly about the School of Podcasting, he's offering a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to know how to podcast, go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, click that big red box that tells you to check out our sponsor page, find School of Podcasting, take some of those classes, and they're going to give us a little kickback, and you will have learned how to be awesome just like me. Welcome to the second hour of the Spanish Announce SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com Uh Yeah Hey, breaking news What? Breaking news What? What? Breaking news What? Breaking news Breaking news 
since you were kind of heavy on the MMA headlines huh? uh, at the start of the show. It's heavy, man. Yep. Breaking news. Breaking news. Titan Fighting Championships 36, I believe the yeah. number is. Yeah. Uh, Excited to see it. Tim Elliott, main yeah. event. Yeah. Co-main event, Anthony Sharkbait Guitarist. Yes. Also featured uh, Jason Witt, who I talked about. Who Great I think, night of fights. When can we see it? Uh, well, you can't. Why not? It has been canceled. Why? The entire show has been canceled. What? Yep. So. Why? The most exciting fighter in all of MMA, Tim Elliott, who is going to be in the main event against Pedro Nobre. And friend of the show, Sharkbait. Friend of the show, Sharkbait, Guterres, co-main event, who was training his ass off, literally. Yeah. And figuratively. Right. Uh, none of those gentlemen, including others like Brian Davis. All their hard work is for nothing. All their hard work is for absolutely nothing because the promotion. Wait. What that mean is? Is that the promotion is not very good at executing a plan to. Fruition. Fruition. Good word. Hence, Hence the dropping of the Titan from the Titan T-Mac into yep. at table show T-Mac. You right, boy. Because they fucking suck. <laughs> All right. God damn, they suck. Let's get into Tweet the Table. You go on your Twitter machine. You the use- worst fucking company I've ever heard of. Like, I'd rather... T-Mac. Worse. <laughs> okay. You ever heard of TNA canceling a pay-per-view the week before it was supposed to happen? What? An international tour? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's right. So, so one of the same. Yeah. Hey, Jeff Aronson, you cocksucker, you're call the, up TNA. You're the TNA of MMA. Oh, my. They are the TNA of MMA. The TNA of MMA. God, what a fucking <laughs> bunch of... All right, we're going to get into our show because we do it. We do hashtag tweet the table. You go on your Twitter machine, you use hashtag tweet the table to share your any and every wrestling thought with us. And we're going to read some of them shits right here on this fucking show. And it goes a little (laughs) something like this at Living Legend 148. Come on, NXT. Get at Project Kiampa on the roster already. Am I saying that guy's name right? Tommaso Kiampa? Tommaso, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. On the roster already. Hashtag tweet the table. He is on the roster. Is he good? Wait a minute. What roster are you talking about? Yeah, are you talking about main roster? No, he ain't that good. NXT? Yeah, he's on the NXT roster, I thought. I don't don't think he's full-time. Okay, here it is. That's what he wants. Full-time. Full-time. Ready to go. Ready to go. At AA underscore W-I-R. Nia Jax could wear the NXT Divas belt as a wristband. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, she's a stocky young lady. She's thick. She's thick. He's fat. At ceramic underscore samurai. Breaking ground has given me new appreciation for Jordan and Gable. Precious babies. Hashtag treat the table. That's a good show, Breaking Ground is. You think? I'm over it. I really am. Because mm. I can't. It's done well. It's it's yeah. done amazing. Yeah. It's done so good. Right. What I'm so tired of is just I don't I don't really want to know. I want to go back. I think the pendulum has swung too far to one side. I don't care to see Mojo Raleigh and Dana in a fucking car driving, hitting on chicks. Yeah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I want Mojo Raleigh to cut a good promo. Yeah. I want Dana Brooke to have a great match. You get what I'm saying? I do. I want wrestling. Yeah. No. You guys suck so bad at. That's done. Like you guys suck so bad. At writing, 
professional wrestling that you've just thrown all your shit into. It's good. Yeah. It's breaking grounds good. Yeah. But I saw it already. It's called Tough Enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want to see that anymore. Yeah, no, that's where the focus is. Get me lost in a character. Nope. Nope. Fucking, oh, I just don't like it. At GBL316, hashtag tweet the table. Kaz and Daniels are always entertaining. Hashtag ROH, hashtag good promo. Those fucks have got it down. <laughs> Those fucks. Those fucks have got it down. And Christopher Daniels, what, 44? Yeah, yeah. It took 45? him too long to figure it out, but man, man, he's amazing. Yeah, 20 years too late. 20 years too late. At Heavy Set 330. Heavy Set! <laughs> heavy Set tweeted the table! Yep. Heavy set! <laughs> yeah, heavy set. Woo! Congrats. Yeah, let's just take this in. Heavy set! Congrats to new KC Metro Pro Tag Team Champions, hashtag Cobra Kai Dojo, mm-hmm. at the Dirty Rock, and at Davey Vega 85. You should be on the Spanish announce table, hashtag tweet the table. Yes! Hell yeah, they should. Heavy set! Heavy set! It's good to hear from you! Heavy set, following the Metro Pro there? Woo! Or following Woo! them dudes, probably. Woo! Hey, heavy set. Hey, heavy set. Hey, heavy set. T-Mac's like excited, man. Woo, 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 woo. Where you at, Mop? It'll be another year and a half. Yeah, I'm still happy. Where you at, Mop? (laughs) At ceramic underscore samurai. Oh, I miss saying that. What up, girl? (laughs) Faction warfare? Didn't do much for the divas, but maybe it'll help the dudes. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Yeah. Great call. Right? Great call. Yeah. Didn't do shit for the divas. And, but I think it'll do better with the guys because most of the guys we were already familiar with and have a backstory. For example, yeah. we had no idea why Sasha Banks was all and, of a sudden with and Tamina yeah. are friends. All of a sudden, when when one was on the main roster, they never crossed paths. But never. here, first day, hey, team bad. No, what? no, exactly. <laughs> what with this. They each have individual characters, right? Yeah. Rusev is his right. own person. Well, and Team Bella was it's two Bellas and a non Bella. Right. <laughs> two Bellas and a fox. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like but like two Bellas and a belly button. Rusev has his own <laughs> character. Yeah. We could easily we've seen right. him in stories. We know about that. And it makes sense. The and now and, and now it makes yeah, sense right. as to why they so yeah. hopefully it'll work better. At the Ice Man Forever. Please stop with the whole Seamus five fifteen thing. I hate it. We all hate it. Hashtag tweet the table. I do not hate it. I like that I hate it because that's uh, well, what you're supposed to do with the heel thing. I think, yeah, he should overdo it. You're right. Every time. Seamus 515 says. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he should tweet every day at 515. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Every at 515 Eastern. Yep. And be like, shout out to my central time uh-huh. zone. Exactly. Peeps or whatever right. you want to call them. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kick your arse at Kick 515 arse Central Standard at, Time. Okay, first lady. Good finish to Raw. Does Reigns win the title on Sunday? I'm not sure. Should be a hell of a match, though. Hashtag tweet table. I don't know about good finish, but he's not winning the title. But it will be a hell of a match. It was just so long. It took so long to get to something that we kind of already knew yeah. would I, happen. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe they were told, go out and fucking stall. And the, neither of those guys are like, what else can we say? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like They just got to draw it out. Yeah, and they're probably nervous of what can I say. Right. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. At Theo75. One guy got fired in WWE for saying prick yeah. at an untelevised house show. Right. So imagine what they could fucking do. But I'm saying, ox. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. So then they say stall, and they're like, yeah. well, what's my lines? Make it up. Yeah. What no. the fuck can I say? No, no, no. And there's your music. Yeah. What? Yeah. At Theo75. Great raw. No big nose. 
old leather with implants, and no Randy, boring-ass, moss-growing Orton on TV. Hashtag treat the table. Mm-hmm. One guy I find in the positive and the raw. There you go. Yeah. You. At WIR Cata, this page Charlotte feud. Who's the baby face and who's the heel? Exactly. I'm so confused right now. Hashtag tweet the table. I think they're going for the they're both just bitches that don't like each other. Well, here yeah, and I and I like that because that is more realistic than mm-hmm. the opposite. My thing is neither one is really executing anything yeah. definitive. And you can't necessarily get your help each other get over in that aspect. Right. Because I get saying, hey, this Charlotte baby face, white meat. Bullshit mm-hmm. is not working. Mm-hmm. Let's give her some edge because she is the fucking daughter of the dirtiest player in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. But you would help that case a lot more if she was going up against somebody you felt bad for that mm-hmm. she was doing it to. Right. Like fucking fat friend Natty. Natty keeps trying to fat friend her up and she keeps fucking giving her the goddamn cunt punt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you, bitch. Right. I don't need you. Woo! 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 At Phil White 75. Phil. Hashtag tweet the table. On this day. December 8th, 2015. Happy 47th birthday. I don't know. Michael Cole. Ew. Yeah. 47. Hey, you when you sent me that promo yeah. of, of uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, what, he looked like 14 in that? Yeah, yeah, with his fucking frost tips. Frosted tips. And he was like as thick as this pen I'm holding in my uh-huh. hand. At Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. I like Miz. He barely gets to do anything. But every time he has anything substantial to say or do, he brings his own flavor. Yeah, the Miz TV segment was great. He played his role perfectly. He was like, Oh, I'm really glad you said that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he does really well at that. Yeah. I feel like he kind of has the same uh, staleness as Randy Orton, though. Where Randy Orton's done everything well the first time. Yep. It's now... We've done it all. We've done it all, but he's still wrestling. Right. And Miz has done it all with that character. And he's still wrestling. Yeah. And, what it was. and he comes back and he's like, I right, changed it up a little bit. I made it... Hollywood. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that got us this far. Now what? Mm-hmm. Like, something drastic needs to change. And now he's trying this thing with Neville. But yeah. we already saw it with Sandow. Mm, yeah, true. So it's like, mm. yeah. Because yeah. back in the day, when your character ran stale, you just go to a new territory. Mm-hmm. Or you get fired yep. and you go to WCW. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now it's like. No, yeah. you're still good. Yeah. Keep going. Yep. Or is the attitude area and you can just do some weird off-the-wall shit and right. be completely different. But it's... Now it's, you can't. Yeah, it's like, keep going. Mm-hmm. Oh, we already did it. But yeah, it's a cartoon. Right. It's like the cartoon characters that never change their fucking clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. At WIRCATA. I like how nobody questions where Darren Young is and just accepts single Titus O'Neil. Hashtag tweet the table. Because nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> like... There are some good moments with those two as a tag team because they do have chemistry together, and Titus gets the most comedic value out of Darren Young Mm -hmm. that probably anybody else will. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say Darren Young's – I mean, he's clearly a likable guy. When you see him, you're like, this dude's a cool dude. But he's he's a cool dude. You know, like, I don't want to cheer for, you know, cool dude. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think Titus and Stardust 
would get way more over than the primetime players. Primetime players, I feel same thing we said. We've done everything with that, unless you're going to turn them heel, which I don't really see that happening. Why? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Final one. At Balotosis X. Oh, man. Someone stopped me from ordering a New Day Unicorn window decal from WWE. I can't help it. Hashtag New Day rocks. Hashtag tweet table. Don't. Don't. Stop. Order it. And order it through our affiliate link on SpanishNowsTable.net. Plug. Plug. It'll be the same price. Mm-hmm. Same price, motherfucker. Come on. But we get some of that. You're going to support this show. Yeah. Get your decal. Uh-huh. Get you one of them fucking horns. Let's go. You know? Uh-huh. Those horns are cool. Come on. They do look like a fucking dildo. Yep. But, they hey. Do. Hey, you want a dildo you in your car? You fucking a, buy it through our affiliate link. You want link. a pointy rainbow dildo? That's, that's all you, man. That's all on you, man. That is all Buy it through our affiliate link. <laughs> yeah, buy it through our affiliate link. Yeah, that's all we ask. Dildos for the table is all we ask. Oh, don't, don't hashtag that. <laughs> don't. Like dildos for set. <laughs> all right. No, dildos no. for T-Mac. All right. Why would you start with that? <laughs> Hashtag dildos for T-Mac. That's going to trend no, it's in not. about five. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, we are going to take a break. Oh, by the way. By the way. By the way. Something that's been absent recently. Mm-hmm. Hashtag tweet the table. The rest of the best. It's a little old show we used to do uh, over on HeelZiggler.com and the Audacity Solutions podcast. We're going to do one more. We're going to do one this week. And we'll explain some things about its future. You'll have to check that out. But we're going to come back to this show after a quick break. And we're going to answer some listener emails. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? One owl can eat 50 pounds of gophers in a year. Mm. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Are you depressed, lonely, feeling like the world is taking a greasy shit on your face? Well, you're right. Your life sucks. But I'm about to tell you how you can turn all of that around. You can instantly feel better about your life simply by reading Ugly As Hell, an autobiography by Lester Greystone. In Ugly As Hell, not only does Lester Greystone educate you on topics such as hyphenated names, house liquors, the end of the world, how to properly name a band, how chin remotes work, pre-destroyed pants, what it's like to be an actor, binge drinking, quitting your job, and single wide trailers. He also discusses intimate details about his life and childhood that will leave you with no possible way to ever feel bad about your life again. I mean, once you hear how Lester Greystone has lived, you'll feel like a member of the royal family by comparison. So go to Amazon.com and search for Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone and let Lester help you get out of the dumps so he can have more room in there for himself. That's Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone on Amazon.com. the show by emailing the show at tableshow at gmail.com remember that email what was that you don't you don't how are you gonna remember the email and you don't fucking remember the email tableshow there you go gmail.com 
I know what you're to know if you wanted me to go like, what is it? What? Or like answer it. So where should we go? What should we do here? Yeah, I use that excuse too. All right. Remember Table I Show. I know what it is. Remember Table Show at gmail.com because that's where you can send us the emails. That's table also- Show at g- gmail.com. Show at gmail.com. Send us a dollar. Send, send us, us dollar. an email. Send us some resources. Your pictures. Send us your letters. Send no us- dudes. All right. <laughs> you know, give us some inspiration if you're bummed. Like, hey, yeah, I don't want to look like true. that, you know? Tableshow.gmail.com. Um, PayPal, Gmail, just fucking do it! We kick it off. Even if you just say hi. Yeah. If it just says, subject, hi. Yo. Message, hello. We kick it off every fucking time. Liz Mick. He says, hey, yo. Let's this. What is up, Table Show Mac and the awesome voice? Saddle! I got a wee bit of a prop. I love money. You love money, don't you? I mean, don't you love money? I really don't. WWE loves money. Vince loves money. We all love money. So why, why, why does WWE, through mainly JBL, always compare the pay-per-view prices between pay-per-view providers and the WWE Network? Last week, I heard that approximately 200 people still paid the full pay-per-view price of what is it? $49.99? $59.99 for a pay-per-view through their pay-per-view provider instead of switching to the WWE Network for $9.99? Don't play the fucking soundbite. Now you probably both. $9.99. Hit soundboard. <laughs> How am I always in this? Why are you throwing away money? If people still want to pay for pay-per-views through their pay fucking let them. It's win-win. WWE gets more money, and the WWE universe doesn't get treated like a preschooler during a math class every week. Can't wait for you guys to get your Broken Skull IPA. I heard it will ship after the 14th. Many thanks to Ceramic Samurai for helping me hook it all up. Hey, girl. Santa! Out. Out. Yeah, dude. Cat sent us some beer. Love it. By the way, you can be the Slater Gator Beer Sponsor of the Week if you donate to tableshow at gmail.com on a PayPal. Give us some money. Tell us what kind of beer we should try. Of course, we got to be able to get it. Sometimes we ran into that problem. So check with me if you think it's not readily available in our area. Check with us at tableshow at gmail.com. Or you can check the within some reason. I'm not going to drive all over the fire. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I understand. Um, the thing is they need the network to get increased subscribers because they've got to uh, – they've got to uh, – pay off their investment you know mm-hmm. what i mean like they spent a shit ton of money on this they need to transfer people over but i do understand what he's saying i like, do hey, absolutely too sure I they're not returning the money and saying you should have bought the net you know what i mean yeah, they're right. taking the money of course there's telling them oh we want you to do this now we want you to do this now i bet you more the overwhelming majority of people bought one pay-per-view a year wrestlemania they're trying to hook everybody on the network because that would essentially be two mm-hmm. right yes all right We'll move on to Katie, the first lady. Well, it's been officially two years since I started emailing to this show. Be honest. Did you guys ever think it would last this long? Uh, now yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think once we hit, I think once we hit like episode thirty. I was like, okay, this right. is just going to be what we do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I figured something would have to happen. Like, we get fired, banned from the studio, right. and then we're like, fuck, what do we do? And then we go a couple of weeks because we didn't have a place, and we're just kind of like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. That's mm-hmm. what I thought would happen. 
Yeah, but now I think even that would probably not stop us. We'd find nope, a way because it's we, gone too long. Yep, gone too long. Yep. I've invested too much. I'm a part of you. You're a part it's, of me. It's been fun. Uh, you've been... Uh, it's been fun. You've been... Hopefully it'll continue. Okay. Hopefully it'll continue. And thank you for a great show to listen to. And brighten up my week. Well, thank you for being part of it. Anyways, TLC is this Sunday. And there are some pretty good matches that I'm looking forward to. The Wyatts versus Team ECW Elimination Table match seems like a barn burner. Ambrose versus Owens Ladder might steal the show. But this is TLC. I'm sure there'll be plenty of crash and burns. Can't wait. Talking next week. Happy anniversary. Later. Katie, the first lady. It's kind of weird that she didn't start out at episode one. And she's been a part of the show for two years. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Son of a bitch, man. Son of a bitch, man. And she discovered us. We've been doing this about two and a half years now. She discovered us through Rob Schamberger. Yeah. Which means we've known Rob Schamberger yeah. for two years. Yeah, Rob Schamberger came on pretty early, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we had him come on. So I have yep. hated and admired someone equally. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. For about time. two years. Same time. You see how much fucking art he was shipping out today on Facebook? Mm-hmm. A fucking goddamn. Well, that makes me happy for him. Like I that's know it that's does. when oh, I go yeah. like, yes. But I'm like, fuck. No, let me share a story oh, we're with sitting you. Sitting here every fucking week. Well, no, because I don't have that talent. So I go like this. I go, hey, good for oh, you. Absolutely, I don't right? hate him. This is where I'm I hate absolutely him. Absolutely jealous no, no, no. of him. No, this is where I hate him, uh-huh. and I'm jealous of him. Right? Is uh, a new hire came by my uh, desk. And uh, my background is that WrestleMania 30 collage that he did of, like, all the right. top moments. Yeah. Right. That's the background of my computer. And then I also have his Jim Ross and Daniel Bryan hanging up uh, on one side of my wall. And so um, he goes, the new hire goes, man, like, what is that? That's cool looking at my computer. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, uh, my friend, which that kind of felt cool. I was like, my friend, he's the official artist of the WWE. He painted this. He's like, whoa, that's cool. Like, does he meet all the guys? And then I started telling him stories about yeah. what he told us. And then that's when I started hating him. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Then there's this one time when he sat next to fucking Undertaker and yep. Sting. And then there's See, another time when I'm like, the reason he's better up. off is because he's got uh, – look, I'd say we got talent too. I think we're one of the best fucking wrestling podcasts out there. I think we're the one of the best podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. Okay. So the problem is nobody's buying per podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People are buying for painting, mm-hmm. and no wrestlers are wanting a podcast <laughs> about yeah. them in their, you know what I mean, to mm-hmm. tweet about. So he's got that leg up on us, and he's better. Uh, what am I going to say? Like, both of these worlds have everybody's fucking doing it, but the cream of the crop rises above it. But it's much easier for people, tangible, look at a painting and go, that guy's fucking good. Mm-hmm. They got to listen to a shit ton of podcasts. To know well, they find out. Good, yeah. So whatever, man. Rob Schamberger. At least we get to know the guy, you know. Mm-hmm. You know we haven't I mean? talked to him in a while. No, we haven't. We got to get Rob Schamberger back on here. And Katie, two fucking years. Two years she stuck by her side. Yeah. Gets me a little excited because now we're coming up on uh, WrestleMania season. Yeah. Because then yeah. we get to see Jeremy Wyatt again. Jeremy Wyatt. Yes. Yeah. So that's good. Something to look forward to. Jeremy, goddamn Wyatt. I like that guy. Eighty-minute match. With Mark Sterling. Oh, man, I missed it. And then the next night he wrestled Colt Cabana. Wife's birthday weekend. They always do these at the first of the month, and I've got 
one time it's my wife's birthday. One time it's my son. The next time it's my son's. Mm-hmm. The next time it's like it's like fuck. But did you hear that? What he did an 80, eight, yeah. zero, 80 yeah. minute match, mm-hmm. and then the next night drove to Iowa yeah. and had a match with Colt Cabana. Yeah, right. Insane. And he got to hang out with Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. You know that's yep. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Those you guys. Know, those guys. What did they ever do? What did they ever? All do? right, we'll move on. Actually, you know what? I'm going to read this one. Cata forwarded this to us. Cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. This is from a guy uh, at Frank WWE Clown. Mm, I've heard of him. Uh-huh. Yep. He put out there saying, hey, I wrote this letter, WWE. Neat. And, you know what I mean? Cataclysmic. I haven't read it yet, and I kind of already hate it. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll read it. All right? All right. All right let's, do it. let's do it. I wrote an, ins- an impassioned email to the WWE about the state of their current product today. It's beginning to take off. I would love it if you guys could read and share it. Let us be heard. All right, here we go. Here we go. We listen to you, and here we are doing this for you. Greetings. My name is Frank. I'll exclude his last name, but, I mean, he put it out there. But anyway, I've been a professional wrestling fan since I was six years old. I am now 25. For as long as I can remember, I would watch wrestling on Monday nights with the utmost anticipation. It was a religion of sorts to me. School and wrestling were what my adolescent life revolved around. As I grew up, lost it, one second, let me get back in here. As I grew up, wrestling remained a vital facet of my life, but I began to explore other forms of entertainment that appealed to me. With the current day and age, you can find new content that you never knew existed and become easily captivated by it. Despite all of my new ventures in entertainment, pro wrestling always held the number one spot in my heart, despite its common shortcomings. I always blindly stayed loyal because it's been ingrained within me. Sounds like us. Very much so. I've devoted much of my life to this form of art, known simply as pro wrestling. I regularly attended your live events and have been for many, many years. On average, I attend about 30 to 40 live events per year across the country. I've attended 10 consecutive WrestleManias, numerous Royal Rumbles, SummerSlams, Raws, SmackDowns, NXTs, and other specials you have ran. When I attend these events, I always try to sit ringside. I currently have 50-plus ringside collectible chairs from pay-per-views that I have attended. I love the feeling of being within the action. I'm on the pulse of your product. It's a feeling you can't get at any other sporting event. Look, it's not a sport. Well, okay. I've paid premium prices for said tickets as well, prices that have inflated drastically over the years. To put it in perspective, my WrestleMania 27 ringside ticket was $900. The face value price on my WrestleMania 31 ringside seat was $2,400, including all the fees and taxes. That's nearly a 300% markup in four years. I understand inflation, but in an era, but still struggling nonetheless, a markup of such drastic proportions screams greed. Your live events, better known as house shows, used to be a huge draw for me. I love the interactions and the lack of time constraints on the matches and performers. They have free will to test the waters and try new things. The best part of those house back in the day were the affordable prices. A ringside seat for a show of that name, roughly $65. Present day, about $120 for a ringside seat. Again, nearly double the price. So if a family of four wants to sit ringside and see their heroes, they are shelling out nearly $500 for three hours of entertainment, not including any other expenses at the show like parking, food, drinks, merchandise. It's sad, but hey, you have sheep like me who'll pay it, so why not make the money to spite yourselves? I've seen it all with my own two eyes in person, and despite all that, I've had some of the best experiences and memories of my life 
your product. I am forever grateful for it. I'm not ashamed. I've been brought to tears while watching your product because I was emotionally invested. Your product has been an escape for me, where during your live shows, nothing outside of the arena walls matter. If I'm going through a rough patch in my life, I know that WWE can help me to forget, even if it is just for three hours. I don't regret any of the money I've spent on your product. Open up the next one. And I have spent many dollars because I have always supported your product. When you enjoy or love something, you support it. I have even gone as far as to have done numerous unpaid media opportunities in support of your company. I can safely say I have spent five figures for your product. I have defended your company and the stigma attached to your life. I'm just one singular person, meaningless in the grand eyes of your company. But I'm surely not the only one who can vouch for all of these things. That's how much I want to believe in your company. That's how much we want to believe in your company. As I said earlier, as I was growing up, I couldn't be any more excited to watch wrestling on Monday nights. Recently, however, I'm struggling to find the same childlike desire that I felt for many years. The ignorance of who your fan base is is alarming. The blatant mishandling of popular talent is frightening. The other three-hour programming is a tough gig to produce as much content as you do on a weekly basis. But as your flagship show, you should be putting more of an emphasis on what your viewer wants rather than what you want. I'm sure you've written off the TV ratings dip with some sort of excuse. It's football season. Well, for your information, it's just that. It's an excuse. I was one of those people who decided not to watch the show. It was the first time I willingly did not watch your show in my life as a fan of your product. The following week, I DVR'd your flagship show. I began to watch, and I turned it off halfway through because it was more of a chore to watch than anything. There was nothing for me to emotionally invest in. That's kind of what we said earlier. Huh? Mm -hmm. Nothing that captivated me. Nothing that made me want to see what happens next. I had an opportunity to go see your next pay-per-view, TLC, and I respectfully turned it down because, honestly, I just don't care about it currently. And it saddens me to say that because I know how unbelievably amped I used to get for your live events. Didn't matter what city, what show, or who was performing, I knew I was getting the best bang for my buck. Now, I don't feel that way anymore. I must stress that I do not blame this on your talent. I blame it on the people behind the scenes who are too ignorant to see that they are alienating their fan base one week at a time. I understand this is a business, and the main goal of a business is to make money. However, making money shouldn't be your only goal. You have your major sponsors like Mattel, Toys R Us, Coca-Cola, Burger King, etc., the money is there and will always be there. However, at this rate, the fans may not be. I'm speaking not only for myself, but for a frustrated fan base and pleading. Please, please give us something to sink our teeth into. Something interesting, something we haven't seen before. Something for us to get behind and to invest ourselves and suspend our disbeliefs again. Stop force-feeding content we don't want. We like when things develop organically. Don't continue to try to fit a square into a circle because you're afraid to admit you're wrong. We forgive, or will forgive you eventually, as long as you provide with the entertainment that we yearn for. But for now, you're driving your fans away in droves. Not just any fans, the fans like myself, who have spent many hard-earned dollars on your product. The fans who have spent countless number of hours watching your product. The fans who genuinely care about the state of your company, despite it's not truly having a stake in it. Your fan base is devoted, but we've had it. Enough is enough. 
Don't expect us to watch because we are ingrained to watch. The signs are there. The viewership is down. Live event sales are dropping. Interest in the product is at an all-time low, and mainstream interest is virtually non-existent. Soon the stockholders will take note, and that's the last thing you want to have happen. I attended your most recent pay-per-view event, Survivor Series. I've never seen such indifference leaving a building for one of your shows. It wasn't that it was a bad show. It was just the realization was setting in to your loyal fans that change isn't any We aren't happy. I can assure you, happy. I can also assume your other employees are unhappy. Make it a fun environment for everyone involved again. Recapture that magic. Hire people who are passionate for the product. I've heard too many instances of people in power positions within your company that don't love the business the way they should. Inject mud. Get people working for your company that want to be there. People that won't consider it a job. People that won't just clock in and clock out. Hire people who care and probably care too much for their own good. You're making enough money to bring some new people on board. I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking for talented people that I know would bust their ass and give everything they have to better your company. Everyone can learn from each other, the new and the old, your current staff and potential new employees. Maybe some fresh brains, eyes, and ears are what your company needs to breathe new life into the company. The little people have ideas too, you know. Some good, some bad, but at the end of the day, just want to make this a better place and product as we grow older and for our kids and our kids' kids and so on and so forth. I understand I can't speak for everyone, but I have a decent understanding of where the general consensus opinion of your current product stands. I also understand you've had some unforeseen injuries, departures, and other misfortunes along the way. However, the product was long stale before those events occurred. Perhaps I'm emotionally rambling. Perhaps I'm not. No matter what I've seen, or no matter what, I've never seen so many people speak out against the current state of your product, whether it's diehard fans, people within the business, journalists, or the casual viewer. I also understand this may fall onto empty eyes and ears, but I sincerely hope I'm heard. Pro wrestling is meant to be fun. Lately, it's been everything but that. What does he want accomplished from that? Hold on. Is that it? Uh, uh, it's not hard to do wrestling right. You've done it before, and you can do it again. Just don't wait to pull the trigger. Don't expect our blind loyalty to always shine through, and don't insult our intelligence. Do not take us for granted. Without us, there's no you, a concerned fan, Frank. Yeah, I don't know. I think it will I mean, fall on deaf eyes and ears. I mean, yeah, because what they will say right to that is they'll say exactly what Stephanie McMahon said uh, to AJ Lee when she was like, "Women need something." Yeah. Divas Revolution, and everyone got excited for two weeks. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, you're not gonna get anything from that. They'll say this. They'll say. Uh, Frank, thank you as a passionate fan. Uh, we respect your feedback. Mm -hmm. We will work tirelessly to inject new and creative ideas as we've always yeah. done. Um, yeah. Thank you for being part of the ride. Here's the thing. I guarantee uh, you they never give up. They see low ratings. They see you know fan interest. And they've asked. And, and here's what they'll do. They'll go, okay, but here's how a big company works like this. One, it's stock price first. Yes. Which is not that bad. I mean, it goes nope. up and down, sure, and they make changes when necessary, but they work quarter to quarter. They're going to say, shit, live ratings are down. Here's what we need to do. Next one, they went up. Ha-ha! Perfect. We don't need to do anything. Uh -huh. That's how it works. One of the – and I don't know who said it. Was it you? No. One of the worst things that ever happened to WWE is oh, them going public. That's the worst thing that happened to pro wrestling. Right. 
Because they set the trend. Yeah. That it, is the worst thing to ever happen. It will not get back to the way it was ever until they get an actual competitor. Somebody with WCW like money but now, to come along and compete. Right, but what they're doing is what they do is very similar. I always think about what WWE does post WCW ECW as the the I'm trying to word this correctly. They do King of the Mountain. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> they had a shitty product for a while, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. No one's really been like, oh, we've had great moments, yeah, no. Undertaker streak. That kind of stuff is great nope. moments. Yeah. But we haven't had a since the ruthless aggression era ended. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But this is what they do great with competitors. Remember when I tried to go live on Monday nights? Mm-hmm. You know what they did? Mm, they squatted. It. They brought Bret Hart yeah. and Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels together. Yeah. yeah. And everyone went, oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But what they did with that is had the worst WrestleMania match of all time with yeah. Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon. Right. That is what they do. They do shitty ideas, but with good spark, and they yeah. play King of the Mountain. So TNA had the momentum. We're running up there. We're going to compete. No, you're not. Yeah. Get back down. And guess what? We're going to do some yeah. bullshit. And then TNA's going to start over. And then and, TNA's going to start. recover. Right. It right. doesn't recover. While they just do the instant spark that gets all our attention, yep. and then they go back to doing whatever they want. Yep. The only thing I had a problem with, with his letter, or whatever you want to call it, to WWE, is we don't know a fucking thing. Right. Okay? I, I say this from the MMA fans that used to write Titan when I was at Titan. You should be making better matchups. Why isn't Anthony fighting Mursad? Why isn't this and this? And they don't fucking know. Right. And you could say, because it was even said when I was working at Titan, oh, well, there's dissension. Joe Kelly doesn't like the promoter up in there. You sure. don't fucking know a thing. You don't thing. know anything, yeah. You don't know a goddamn thing. We've addressed thing. this with armchair booking is, yeah. we might know, let, let's say everybody goes, it should be Titus and Sheamus. Maybe behind the scenes- Titus fucked Sheamus's girl, and if we put them in the ring together, they might literally fucking kill each exactly. other. Exactly. And we can't do it. We cannot do that. So I've always hated, and I've been victim of it. I, for, I will be the first one to say yeah. I've said right. things right. like that. Right. But again, we don't know we a don't fucking know. It's all thing. A conjecture. Yeah. So to say, like, your employees aren't happy, the, fucking Sasha Banks could be like, this is the time of my fucking life. I got a unicorn on my head, and I got my up. Yeah. But we're going, but Sasha needs the title, and Sasha mm-hmm. needs this and this. Well, meanwhile, Sasha can be like, yeah. guess what? I just did an interview with Renee Young yeah. talking about Snoop Dogg. I'm living a great life. We don't Fuck you. typically do this with much other. Now, I don't listen to – I know there's probably podcasts that talk about what happened on The Walking Dead. Right. But i I just going to guess they're not taking it to this extreme where, like, they should have had – Mm-hmm. Zombie killer number two. Right. Instead, of, I mean, there yeah. might be some of that against going on, but I, it's it's over extreme. In it's to the level of what fans call in for sports. That's where it gets compared to sports because it's that level. Oh, of course. Where they go, well, the fucking Alex Smith should be throwing uh-huh. when they're like, hey, asshole, there's no wide receiver. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, right. so there's and you don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe his arm's a little hurt, and they're trying to mask it. Like, there's things you don't know. Right. You know of course, I mean? yeah, and the and, and with that comes again you should write better excuse me frank and whoever <laughs> right, right, else right. this is yeah you ever wrote anything in your yeah. life yeah it's have you hard. ever wrote anything in your life it's fucking difficult it's one of the hardest things to do in the world especially 
It is, in similar in writing, I'm only going to guess because of the way it's segmented, it's similar to sketch comedy, mm-hmm. where there's segment, 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 two days later, segment, segment, segments, and they all have to be different mm-hmm. every single fucking time. Now, there can be some recurring themes, right? but each one has to be separate. And every time I've ever heard of any comedy writers, which I follow a be- decent bit because comedy was probably my first love, all of them say fucking sketch is the hardest. Right. Because you have to keep churning the fucking ideas out. And that's why when you watch a Saturday Night Live, half the fucking things suck because they're running out of – they're just throwing any idea up. And they've got to fill two hours. Exactly. And they've got 30 minutes that's good. Right. <laughs> Perfect I mean? example. Perfect example of that is one of the most famous skits they did – was on an episode that I remember watching that fucking was garbage. Yeah. Everything literally was not entertaining. But you know what the one thing was? Huh. Dick in a box. Dick in a box. And we're still talking about that now. we're still talking about it. Get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So that's what wrestling has to do. Yeah. Where they even have more to overcome is, okay, you got to do the, come yep. on, come yep. on, come yep. on, come yep. on, come yep. on. Okay, I got this great idea. Seth Rollins, we're going to do this, 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 yep. this, yep. this. He blew his knee. Right. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Now. Yeah, yeah. We have TV tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what we're gonna do is, okay. So the fucking uh, America, we hate every other country. So, uh, you, you Who guys, says, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you, you got come yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You okay now? Like, uh, fuck. now they bomb the country. Right. Fuck. We can't do that. We're gonna get roasted in the media. Right. And, you know what I mean? Like, they right. Where I and I'm only speaking for me. I don't speak for anyone else because I don't care about anyone else. Yeah, right. Care about me. Right. As long as bed happy is here. Yeah. As long as this goes to bed happy. I don't care. Right. That's all I need. Right. I, yeah. Me too. Yeah. That's why we're good friends. Exactly. Right. Because <laughs> we don't fucking care about each other. We don't. Yeah. I mean, I hope you're happy. Even fuck right. it. Yeah, if you're not. If you're not, man, that sucks. That sucks. I still got a computer. Yeah. I'm going to take it home. Right. You know? Like, yeah. fuck it. Seriously. masturbate and go to sleep. Right. You know, That's what I did. <laughs> what I'm saying is, with the company that they have, and I don't know a thing, yeah. I have an idea. Maybe different writing teams. You have a writing team. Big picture. What do we want to do with this character? We want to take him from new guy to main event guy. Mm-hmm. And then we have micro managers. Like, hey, you know what we should do in the first hour when we go from seven to eight is this. You yeah. know what I mean? And it gets changed. And, and it gets changed. Yeah. And again, but we don't fucking know anything. All we know is it's not great. Try. And but it's not bad for us to. think. Some of the biggest booms in Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And a large part of that was because Hulk Hogan is one of the most charismatic people to ever walk the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. And so was Steve Austin. Yes, WWE provided the stage mm-hmm. and got behind finally. But if there's not one of those people there now, which there kind of isn't. Yeah. We talk about Seth Rollins being oh, yeah. great. No. Cena. Yeah. But they're just not that like everybody's going to like, oh, did you see this? Fuck? I was flipping right. the channel and saw this guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, drinking beer, and so I was like, what's going on here? If you just don't have the person, mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the hardest things to write for, even aside from, so we talked, uh, we compared it to Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and it's sketch also. Mm-hmm. They've got less time to fill, and they sit in that same office all week long, right? batting the ideas around. These guys are doing it while they're driving to the next fucking town. Doing a radio interview. Tomorrow night. With guys like us. We just finished know. Raw. SmackDown is Tuesday nights. It's yeah. recorded Tuesday night. Right. That means that night, eh, okay, so this happened. Mm-hmm. What do we got to do? What was our plan? What changed because fuck whole injury's right. neck? What do we do? Right. Right. Anyway, I hope. And the, hold on. And the other one thing that I wanted to say is the mainstream thing. It's not as mainstream as it was, but yes, it is. John Cena was just on Jimmy Fallon right. last night. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay? Uh, 
What was uh, WrestleMania? How many people did it have? Yeah. And even if it's like, even don't if tell it's me not, it's not sure, mainstream. It may not be as mainstream as the Attitude Era. Right? Yes, it is. Well, it is. May, let's say it's not, right? But it is. Right, okay. <laughs> let's say it's not, because it might not be. Okay, it is. Right? But, yeah. If it's not, again, that goes back to that's because you don't have the thing that's going to draw the people in. They're not right. just going to go, oh, let me see what wrestling is. No, they've got to hear. Dude, do you watch Raw? What do you mean you don't watch Raw? You got to see fucking this guy Sheamus. He's fucking kicking guys in the nuts everywhere. I keep using Sheamus. As a right. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying? Fun. Like, it's just like somebody that is going to, they're going to go, huh? No, no, really? Right. I used to watch back. You know, I should watch. Okay. You got to hear word of mouth. Well, that I will agree with is it's not, pro wrestling is not as need to watch right but pro not wrestling must, TV, must right. it's not yeah exactly that's not must see tv anymore mm-hmm. but it is just as many you know how many fine came up to me on on my phone or on their phone joey ryan fucking dick swinging the yeah, guy right yeah. that was just as big as anything else in my right work yeah. for the last two days yeah. joey, joey, joey ryan, ryan dick swinging a guy. dick swinging someone yeah so to say that oh no pro wrestling it yeah, is no no no, no it's no what People it's not if, if they're given the reason what it's not is hey you have to watch monday no yeah. if something cool happens it'll go viral and i think frank and i are saying and, and us are saying the same thing here in that you need to find a way to make it thing so i agree with them if the writing team isn't getting it done Boy, they got to have a short leash, right? You know what I mean? Like you got. But we don't know it's the writing team. We assume. We assume. But and if it's if it is, if you think these guys aren't cutting it, then you better come up with the big bucks to go get somebody from a fucking mm-hmm. television show. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, look. I, and I also think it's okay. It's okay, mm-hmm. as Frank and me and everyone, yep. we have to because I feel obligated to tell you, the listener, mm-hmm. my thoughts on. Monday's episode. Yeah. But if we weren't doing this podcast, and I assume Frank's not doing a podcast, it's a watch. Yeah. Because you know what effect change? Not no watching. No one coming. And, and here's another thing about it, too, is uh, the writing. We say that, but what in the past when it was so big, do you remember about the writing? Or do you remember the guys in the spots? Uh-huh. Do you remember Steve Austin with the beer truck right. going against the corporation? Was that really the writing, or was that every week Steve Austin coming out and going, Fuck you! Right. Kick ya! Ha! Yeah. I'm out of here! Yeah. It was the same fucking thing every week. It was the same story. He it just is. happened to do something new. new right. New truck. And any writing was him coming up with that shit. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, maybe they don't seem to trust people to do that anymore. That's... But maybe they know why they don't trust people. Right. So who knows? We spent a long fucking time. Let's get back. But I do. Hey, look. I know that's how a lot of fans feel. Oh, I know. I, I feel that way. But, yeah. again, we don't know fucking anything. Right. You know what I mean? I Stop. hope I hope for every single change he asked for, though. I do, I too. too. But let's let's pump the brakes as fans and stop saying that we know yeah. the inner workings I, of the I really don't thing. think it's from apathy from anybody there. Yeah. I don't think that. And I think some of them are fucking happy. I do think, as you said, it may be from all of their focus is not on the in-ring product right now. It's, it's on the WWE Network. Yep. But their right now mm-hmm. is their new project because mm-hmm. that's on autopilot. Mm-hmm. They've made that choice. They're running with that choice. Until they get that to where they think that needs to be, Yep, that's where it's going to be. It is. And, hey, they're doing that pretty well. There's a fuck ton of the WWE mm-hmm. Network. There is. You could watch the WWE Network morning to fucking night and not watch the same thing over and over again. You're right. So, anyway, move on. What's up, Captain? Oh, shit. Corona salad. Me. It's me. It's B-double-D. Hope this week has been good to you both. 
Not much time this week, so let's get the points rolling. Ric Flair, go the fuck home. Moving on. Sasha Banks. <laughs> At first, I got a little bothered when I saw her wearing a fucking unicorn horn. The boss huh. does not wear unicorn fucking horns. But then she began shaking her ass, hereby making me completely vulnerable to any and every wish she commands. Roman Reigns. After you spend 15 minutes trying to get a guy to enter the ring, why, after he finally gets in the ring, would you immediately throw him out of the ring? Dummy. That's it for me, guys. Interested to see what TLC holds. Have a good week, and remember to be like Baron Corbin's hairline and sometimes give up. <laughs> B-double-D, out, son. <laughs> Sent from my iPhone. Sucker! Uh, <laughs> Rick. If you're going to have... Charlotte acting like this, this is where to play. It's you know, had he never been around, and then he comes around and she's doing the ha, right? You know, gotcha. Smell my dick. You know, like then, then it would have been cool. Sasha Banks, I still don't. I mean, like, ah, I just don't. Well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> She's definitely not fat. Uh, just like, even, even shaking her ass, I was like, damn, she can move it. But I'm just kind of like, eh. Well, my favorite part wasn't her shaking her ass. It was that Xavier Woods knew that the camera was going to go there, and he put his face next to her ass. <laughs> right. That was the funniest that was part funny. to me. Yeah. yeah. Any girl can shake their ass. Yeah. Like, right. that's, that's hot. And right. she's a seven. Right. Well, and some can do it better than others, obviously, right. but. You're not going to complain much. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, but, yeah, whatever. And Roman Reigns, look, I, he's, this guy, yes, I, I understand seeing all the potential in the world in him. But he is much better served taking the steps on this one. He needs to learn some things the hard way. He should be vying for mid-card gold right now. He should be in an icy title feud with somebody, a veteran who knows how to work him, help him, get the thing's like, here's where you could go to the crowd and be like, hey, after you fucking punch me in the dick. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, the little nuances that he hasn't learned yet because he just hasn't been around long enough. I think. And he doesn't have it instinctively. I think going for the championship is fine. Where I think it's missing the boat with fans and especially. Is he's not sympathetic. I'm not sympathetic to him. Yeah. You know what I to any in the face of the planet, and I'm talking to her, and that motherfucker walks in. Yeah, she's so not I don't have anything it. you say. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not sympathetic to this fucking model. Yeah, who could bench press the fucking bar? Yeah. Like I'm he not spin you on his finger. Yeah. So you can't make me feel sympathy for like the fucking yeah. greatest looking, yeah. awesomest guy. You know he what I'm saying? To, like I, what I don't think is he doesn't have that crowd work innate ability to use that to his advantage. And that's where I think he's not ready for the primetime spotlight. Well, I, I think they should go, and again, this is me just sitting here in chair, is when he became famous, it was with The Shield, but when he became famous, he wasn't talking, he was doing big spots that was athletic, yep. and he was dominant. Yeah. You could do all that right. as champ. Yeah. Just make... Make the villains chase him, and he, ha, psych, ha, psych, yeah. ha, psych, You know because I'm the fucking man. You know what I think they don't have enough of is acting coaches. We no, they don't need acting coaches. They need fucking, they need, this is what they need. They need to get rid of nerds. When guys are in, <laughs> okay, so I don't mean somebody that needs to sit there and do everything the acting coach is, mm. but somebody who has acting experience, trained people on some things, 
at the performance of like somebody's like, okay, here's what you were trying to pull off. Here's some exercises to maybe get that better. And one, you got to find somebody that can know how to, because the best acting is finding that trait within yourself, make it believable. I think so they th- need to use wrestlers. Who? Shawn Michaels. Okay, but you're not getting Shawn Michaels to do it. Why? Because he's not doing it. He's, he'd rather go fucking hunting and Bible reading. Why not Mick Foley? <laughs> Busy writing fucking books and spending time with his family. What I'm saying, there's <laughs> someone. Right. There's sure. there's someone. Sure. The Triple H. But could those people train them on how to find it within themselves, or do they only know how to get it out of themselves? Do you follow me? Like some, That's right. very true. You gotta have a mixture of all these things. I'm not saying an acting coach is the only answer, right? But that's a glowing hole they're not having because they have wrestlers down there. They've got William Regal. They've got that other fucking. Yeah. Guy, you know what I mean? Like they've Norman got Smiley. And but got, I, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. need someone who, you, because my biggest thing with teaching mm-hmm. is I understand Jack, basketball coach. For those who don't know, yep. one of the greatest coaches of all time. He was a mid-level player. He knew how to teach. He couldn't do it himself. Right. Get it. But this is performance, mm-hmm. right? This isn't actually a sport. You need Norman Smiley can't tell you how to be a top guy. Right. William Reed had to be a top guy. You yeah. know why? Because they were never top guys. Yeah, but so let's. Uh, they, they can't let's, tell let's you. Let's flip that to acting. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks probably had some acting coaches along his way. It probably wasn't fucking Oscar winners. I know. You get what I'm saying? But I mean, you know who could help a fucking new movie? You yeah. know You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Well, I get it. I, I'm saying we need both. Like, need we need both. Mo- but we yeah. need more of those. All-time greats helping out these yeah. fucking... And I'm not saying the performance is the roster guys. I think you're going to run the wrestler ego. Oh, I know. And that's know? that's where it becomes hard, and that's human. Yeah. But where John Cena can tell Seth Rollins, hey, man, you need to work on this. I understand that at 8 o'clock in the morning you have to lift, and then at 9 you have an interview, and at 10 you've got a flight, and then at 11 you got to be back here. Here's and, where I work it in. Right, right. This is how I do it. This is a tip that helped me get over the same hump that you have. Yeah. And now that's, again, human ego. La, 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 don't take my spot. Blah, blah, sure. blah, blah. But that is where I think it would fucking help. Yeah. And right. competition, because like I said earlier, Randy Orton is amazing. Randy Orton would still be relevant if there was a competitor. He might be in the competition. Yeah. And we'd be going, oh, fucking Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. The state of wrestling. All right, well, let's move on to the final email. What's up, Capio Awesome and T. Magnus? One of the three faces of Jeebs here. Are you ready? I'm going to bet it's just GBL. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. GBL. GBL checking with yes. email content for your podcast goodness. Hell yeah. TLC is on paper, a solid pay-per-view, which leads me to this one question for the week. Mm-hmm. Do you think a lack of show leading to a pay-per-view is an in- We are in for a good pay-per-view. Looking back over the year, it seems that a bad Raw go-home show usually means a good pay-per-view. Do you agree? Disagree? And why? As always, thanks for the awesome podcast. You guys rule. Have a great week. Later. Jeeps. Yeah, I mean, because you look at the last three yeah. years of WrestleMania. you got to go with said, Yeah, you got to say that. Here's another thing I want to point out, too. Because mm. I feel like we've been really negative. Not negative, but like, aw, wrestling kind of sucks. <laughs> it usually always fucking does around this time of the year. Yeah, this is a slow time of year. You know what I mean? Right after Mania and kind of right before the road to wrestling. Plans. Right. Well, right now they got to fucking shuffle. Right. Yeah, so right yeah, now they're I, not gonna they're not gonna unload the fucking shotgun now. Right, great idea. Uh-huh, they're right. saving it for a main. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, that's what I meant. Well, that's right. rumble. So 
yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. But, hey, we're still happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but going to his question, yeah. yeah. I, I, here's the other thing I wanted to point out, too. I think because of how the world is, you hear more things than you ever did. Yeah. For example, in 1994, 95, when everyone says how clowny it was with Don't Duke the Dumpster and Repo Man and, and Godwin. Yeah, the Godwins and uh, the Bonnie Donnas and yeah, Sonny yeah, and all that yeah. stuff, right? There was this much complaining amongst friends. Right. Where we never got it is Cataclysmic <laughs> would never hear me bitch. Right. Because there was no podcast. Yeah, he didn't listen to six podcasts all bitching about the same thing. Exactly. Right. And so, so now when, he thinks everybody fucking hates this, it, which might have been true then. You just didn't think everybody hated you. Go, but you just oh, go like, man, this is kind of bad. But you know what? I'm going to keep right? It's pro wrestling. No you know? It. Right. Exactly. Something's going to happen someday. It's mm-hmm. cyclical. Mm-hmm. It's happened before. It will happen again. I doubt WWE is just going to die. No, it never will. And something big is going to happen. And that's why I keep watching uh, because you don't want to miss the moment. I'm not going to miss the moment. Yeah. You don't want to say I didn't watch in 96 when the birth of Austin 316 happened. Right. But 96 sucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? 96 sucked a lot. Like you had yeah. Sid Vicious versus Shawn Michaels, <laughs> right. which Shawn Michaels is amazing. But you know what I mean? That storyline was fucking bullshit. Yeah. No one cared. Uh, but that was the birth of Austin 316 and then yada, yada, yada. So no one wants to miss that as a true wrestling okay. fan. So that's why I keep watching. So then let's bring it back and let's go with some three Ps. What should we be positive and patient about this week, T-Mac? Positive one. Positive one. I like because I don't ever remember a male and female faction mm-hmm. like even looking at each other. Yeah. So Team Bad and New Day, kind of what I wanted because I said yeah, they kept on doing so it, much yeah, social yeah. media stuff. Yep. Now that it's in the ring and they're together, the hopefully – Options are endless. Right. You know There's what I mean? so many ways with this. Oh, my God. You could have uh, intergender tag matches. You could have love stories. You could have love triangles. I mean, you could yeah. have Sasha and, and Tamina like Kofi, but Kofi likes um, Naomi and right. Naomi likes Big E and Big E. You know, like, there's just so much yeah. you could do. And then they well, all there's hate. Even, there's even a, we know, and they've addressed, Uso One is married to Naomi. So right. if they fuck with the Usos, right. they go, hey, hey, hey. Exactly. Slow your roll a little bit here. Right. And no so chill. what's going on? You know, and like so hey. there's just so much fun, potentially. Yeah. Right. And it was a fun segment. Of course it was. Xavier Woods put his face yeah. next to Sasha's uh, ass. Shaking ass. Yeah, shaking ass. All right, P2. P2. It's a patient. A patient. It's TLC. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of that time of the year where you're like, <sighs> Yeah, but I have no doubts at the end of that show, I'm not gonna be like yeah. I'm just hoping right. I'm patient because I don't want to feel like how I felt after Survivor Series. Yeah. Where Survivor Series felt like I was watching because I have a podcast that I'm going to do on Tuesday night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be a fan. Yeah. I think the only thing so I came away with with Survivor Series going, meh. And the only reason it wasn't like this sucks was because the ending was surprise. I forgot about Seamus. I was like, huh. Mm. Yeah. But this one I think I'll be like, meh. You know, it'll be a positive. Because I I expected it to be this, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I expected more from Survivor Series and I got less. I think I'm expecting this. Mm -hmm. And I think they'll provide probably a little bit better than that. And P3. P3. Is a positive. Positive. We're gearing up. We are gearing up. To the next NXT special. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. In London. NXT in London. That'll fucking be huge. The crowd's so, going to be hype. Mm-hmm. Hype! Yeah, because everyone loves NXT. Yeah. They're the they're the high school sweetheart that we yeah, still romanticize about. England. Yeah. England goes fucking nuts when there's an event over there. And it's NXT, which they fucking, everyone loves. All right. So there's my three Ps. All right. Overall, guys, the week was? It was not good. But it was. So patient. Sure. No, we're going to get through this, guys. We're going to get through this, guys. Just bite oh, down on that mu- mouthpiece. So we're going to get through this, guys. Yep. We're, just bite down on that mouthpiece and know that the round's going to be over, and then we get our rest, and then we get some great fucking shit coming soon. Just relax and remember less. All right. Yep. What? All right. We are going to leave. Blue. Audacity. Audacity. Solutions podcast. That'll be episode 32. You know what? Here's one thing, because it seems like everyone, not just me, is, and I'm working, feeling down. Watch the YouTube video, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. Oh, it's great. Like you love wrestling again. Titty dick suck a vagina. Yes. I love that video. Watch that if you're feeling down. All right, we'll see you next week for episode 125 of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... One in 10,000 people have their internal organs reversed. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com!